0: How are you? Welcome. Happy holidays. Am I allowed to say that now? Uh, I know it's not Thanksgiving yet, but since I just got back from Disneyland a couple days ago and they had kicked off the holidays there, it just seems right. It just seems like it is full-blown holiday time now, even though my family does not agree with me. I'm ready to like put up the Christmas tree and get out all the decorations and listen to the Christmas music but everybody's kind of poo-pooing on my holiday spirit over here they have these opinions about Thanksgiving and when Christmas decorating should happen and all of that stuff so we're waiting I'm listening to the holiday Christmas music on my airpods airpods is that what they're called airpods AirPods. (laughs) airbuds iPod airbud right but they don't even make iPods anymore I don't think I don't know i am not very good with the technology on my on my headphones i listen to christmas music so that nobody else can hear it but sometimes when i want to hassle my kids just for fun then i'll have alexa start playing christmas music on all the devices so then it goes blasting into the kids rooms just for fun usually i do it instead of like calling them down to dinner i'll just turn on christmas music and then Everybody comes down to complain. And I'm like, oh good, while you're here, dinner's ready. So, kind of fun. Um, But Disneyland during the holidays kicked off on November 11th. And I got to be there and it was pretty awesome. I love Disneyland during the holidays. It's one of my favorite times to visit. I say that about every time of year. But, I don't know. There's something special about Disneyland during the holidays that's pretty amazing. Now, I talked with... um, Rope Drop Park Hop, Katie and Erin last week about our favorite parts of the holidays. So I'm not really going to get into like the nitty gritty of what you can find at Disneyland during the holidays because I think we covered that pretty well last week. But I do have a post on my website all about the holidays at Disneyland that goes into everything like all the different entertainment and the different food and the festival of the holidays and the decorations and where you can see Santa, all that kind of stuff. So that is on my website. If you're visiting during the holidays, make sure you check that out because it will be very helpful to you. Also, if you're visiting during the holidays, I have a little mini course on my Instagram for my subscribers. We've talked about like the decorations and where to meet Santa and all of the holiday entertainment and where you should go to see it and how early you need to get there and the holiday tours and all that stuff. This week, we're getting ready to talk about the food at Disneyland. And I've saved all the information. So if you happen to be joining late then it's no problem. You can just go back. I've got a bunch of lives on there that you can watch so you can get all caught up so you're ready to go for your visit to Disneyland during the holidays. If you want to be a subscriber, even if you don't want to learn all about Disneyland during the holidays, I do extra content, extra lives, and things like that for my subscribers, and it's $4.99 a month, and you can cancel anytime, and I really do appreciate my subscribers because it's a nice way to support me and they're just such great people. I've just been having fun getting to know them. So thank you if you're a subscriber. I appreciate it. If you're interested in becoming a subscriber, you can click on the link in my show notes and find out more information about that. Well, today I wanted to talk about the holiday tour that I went on. So I went on the new I guess it's not new but it's new since COVID it hasn't run since COVID I got to go on one of the very first holiday tours on November 11th which is a special extra ticket so I went and did that and I got to visit the pirate suite at the Disneyland hotel which was pretty awesome so I want to talk about those two things on this episode but first real quick I want to tell you about my favorite thing that I ate at Disneyland when I was there. So, all the holiday food came out. There's a holiday foodie guide. There's a festival of the holiday foodie guide. I've got free printables on my website on my big holiday post. So, if you're interested, you can go and click on those. Print them out so that you can kind of highlight what you want to try because it does get overwhelming. There's lots of different food and it's so easy to forget the things that you wanted to try because there's a lot going on. So I like having a little printable so I can have it with me and I can see what's on it and check things off as I go along. But anyway, I had a lot of food that I wanted to try and I tried so many different things. Luckily, I was visiting with a bunch of friends and so we were able to all kind of buy different things and then sample them so I didn't have to eat the entire thing of everything. I don't think I could have done it because there were lots of times that I was so full and I just couldn't eat another bite and someone would bring another treat out that they just purchased. And I'm like, well, I have to try it so I know if it's any good. So I would try it, but I was so full almost the entire trip. But I wanted to get as much tasting done as possible so I could know what to recommend to people. So I tried lots of different things my hands down favorite was this ice cream sandwich from gibson girl ice cream parlor now gibson girl ice cream parlor is located on main street mobile ordering is available and i have had my eye on this since the holiday foodie guide came out it's an ice cream cookie sandwich special for the holidays it's cinnamon brown sugar ice cream between oatmeal raisin cookies Now, hear me out. I know some people have a problem with raisins. I get it. I don't hate raisins, but I don't love them. They're not like my go-to snack or anything, but I do love oatmeal cookies. There's something so special about those like chewy, big, thick oatmeal cookies. And so I was excited to try this. The raisins didn't throw me off. If you hate, hate, hate raisins, this might not be the treat for you. If you love raisins, this is the treat for you. If you tolerate raisins, this is the treat for you. If you're indifferent to raisins, this is the treat for you. If you dislike raisins but don't hate them with a fiery passion, then this is the treat for you. If you absolutely loathe raisins, then this is not the treat for you. But anyway, they had these two thick oatmeal raisin cookies and I didn't feel like the raisins were excessive though I just have to put that out there there weren't like tons of raisins in it but in between it was this brown sugar cinnamon ice cream that didn't have a super strong flavor but it was just the right amount of flavor and then they rolled the outside in toffee bits and my goodness it was so yummy. I absolutely loved it it was very big I was thankful that I split it it was seven dollars but it was really large and so so good so I'm looking for a way to recreate that at home that's on my to-do list I don't love the idea of trying to make ice cream though I don't know that seems really hard and I like recreations that are simple So, I don't know if they make a brown sugar ice cream. I've done some Googling. I haven't found anything. So, I really might have to make my own ice cream, which I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm going to think about it. What if I just mixed brown sugar into regular vanilla ice cream? Is that it? I don't know. Would that make it too sweet? I'm not sure. I have some experimenting to do, but I would love to recreate this holiday treat because it was my favorite. And that way, people can make it at home and omit the raisins if they want. So, anyway, that was my very favorite thing that I tried at Disneyland. And also at Disneyland, all the rage is these Mickey Mouse gingerbread cookies. So it's kind of like a Hunger Games type situation of people trying to get their hands on these cookies. You can buy five. That's the limit. And people buy five for sure. People buy all kinds of these. They like to take them home and give them as gifts or take them home and just enjoy them. They're absolutely adorable. They look like Mickey Mouse in gingerbread form and if you want one of these little cookies you should probably mobile order it first thing in the morning usually you can start mobile ordering at about 7 a.m i got mine at jolly holiday bakery i mobile ordered it i think like 8 30 and i was able to pick it up around noon so make sure if you want one of these just mobile order it early then you've got it and if you happen to pick it up early you can set it in a locker or you can schedule your pickup for later in the day and just take it with you on your way out so i was excited for these i've had them in the past and i also have a copycat recipe on my website which i made several times that last year so when i got home i brought this gingerbread cookie home to my family we all cut into it and everybody was like huh i guess it's fine and nobody really liked it all of the kids said well yours are better like that thank you That's so nice of you to say, but I had to agree. I thought it was a fine gingerbread cookie, but it didn't have a ton of flavor and mine have a little more like cinnamon gingery flavor to it. So I think mine are better than the Disneyland. I know that's a big, bold statement, especially with how beloved these gingerbread cookies are, but I don't know. I think mine are better. So if you want to try them out. I've got a copycat recipe on my website. You don't even have to make them into Mickey gingerbread. You could just do regular gingerbread. You could do circles. You can cut them out in any shape you want. But I think they are very good. So I'll put a link to that in my show notes so that you can check them out if you would like to. Now, over in California Adventure, I had a favorite. It was my favorite from last year. It's still a favorite. And once again, it's ice cream. I do love ice cream. Uh, I just thought that this was a winner. Once again, I'm glad they brought it back. So over at the Cozy Cone in Carsland, you can order this Peppermint Soft Serve Ice Cream Cone that is absolutely delicious. It's a light mint flavor and they shape it. It's like a light green and it looks like a little Christmas tree. They put little Christmas sprinkles on the top and a little candy star. And it's just the cutest thing you've ever seen. It's called the Christmas Tree Cone. It's peppermint soft serve decorated with holiday sprinkles. It's $5.49. It's really good. It's not like the gross soft serve that you get at some places. It's kind of like icy. Do you know what I'm talking about? You're like, where is the creaminess to this ice cream? It's not like that at all. It's a really good soft serve with a light peppermint flavor. There's nothing toothpasty about it or anything like that. And I think it's really, really great. Also, I have people ask me all the time about the holiday beignets. Because holiday beignets are a big deal over at Disneyland. They come out with different flavors all the time. Last year, they had a peppermint one, which was really disappointing. It tasted like someone dipped your beignet in toothpaste. It was not good at all. Well, this year they have maple beignets with a maple bacon dipping sauce. So I was interested to try these. I was actually pretty excited because one of my favorite flavors in years past was a butterscotch flavor beignet that I absolutely loved. So I was excited to try this. I was kind of hoping, I mean, maple, butterscotch, it's kind of, they're similar flavors, I thought. So we gave it a try. Supposedly the maple beignets are maple flavored. They said they're they're rolled in a maple-flavored sugar. And then you can also get a maple bacon dipping sauce. So we got both. I tried the beignet separately, and I literally couldn't taste any maple flavor at all. It just tasted like a regular beignet. I didn't get any maple. So I tried the maple dipping sauce, and that gave me a lot of maple flavor, the maple bacon dipping sauce. And then it had little chunks of bacon in it. I thought it was fine. I thought it was okay. I wasn't blown away by it. I wasn't disgusted by it. I thought it was just fine. If I were to go back in the future, I wouldn't order maple beignets with the maple beignet dipping sauce. I would go for a different treat. But if you absolutely love maple bacon, maybe this is the treat for you. I was with some people who really, really disliked it. And then everybody else just kind of felt like I did. Kind of like, huh, yeah. Yeah it's fine. So there's my review on the maple flavored beignets. I mean, they're worth a shot if you think you might absolutely love them, or you can skip them and eat the ice cream sandwich. (laughs) I did want to tell you about a little prank we played on some of my friends when they were there. So I was, I flew there with my friend, Liz from Disney Food and Fun and on the plane we were just chatting and she told me this story about some of some friends that she knew that took one of the beignets that they had got at Disneyland while they were sitting there and they hit their friend in the face with it and we laughed about it and we're like how funny would that be if we hit each other in the face with a beignet and we thought that would just be so funny. And then I, we were like, yeah, but would you want to get hit in the face with a beignet? And we both, I mean, we tossed this idea back and forth. Like, who could we hit with a beignet? Who wouldn't be angry with us? Who would think it was funny out of the people we were going to be with? How would they react? That kind of thing. And Liz said, I wouldn't be mad if you hit me in the face with a beignet. And so after that, we kind of moved on and we didn't really talk about it again until later that night we were at Disneyland and Liz had a bag of beignets and everybody was kind of sitting down waiting to try a beignet. And she looked at me and she was like, are we doing this? She said it kind of quiet and I was like, I don't know, are we? And she's like, yeah. And I said, you want me to hit you in the face (laughs) with the beignet? And she kind of gave me this like tiny little head nod, a very subtle yes. And it made me concerned because I thought, I think you're saying yes, but I feel like you need to give me a verbal yes before I (laughs) smack you across the face with the beignet. So I got her attention. She whispered, yeah, let's do it and just see what they think. So I had... My other friend film it. I pulled a beignet out of the bag and I just went for it. I whacked Liz across the face with this beignet <laughs> and powdered sugar flew everywhere and it was absolutely amazing. It made this very satisfying like foof, sound when I hit her in the face and it was so funny. Everyone we were with was shocked. And then Liz was laughing, and I was laughing, and everyone else was kind of laughing, but they were concerned about Liz. They kept saying, Liz, are you okay? And they were concerned that I would do that, too. They kept saying, why would you do that, Melissa? Why would you do that? But we had to explain it to everyone that it was just a joke, and we just wanted to see their reactions. And we got it all on film, and of course, I turned it into a reel. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes if you want a good laugh. Now, I will never hit someone in the face with a beignet unless I have their permission. I solemnly swear. But if someone ever gives you permission to hit them in the face with a beignet, I would totally go for it because it's actually actually pretty fun. So that was one of the funny things that we did while we were there, and I enjoyed it. I guess I just enjoy hitting people in the faces with pastries. I don't know, but it was really fun. So let's take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to talk all about the pirate suite at the Disneyland Hotel that I got to hang out in and the holiday tour. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mixin' Some Magic. (music) the holidays are here and that means it's time to start thinking about your holiday gift list. What are you going to give your family this year? Uh, I've been thinking about it. It's stressful. It's overwhelming, especially when I feel like my kids don't really need anything. They've got what they need and I, at this point in my life, would rather give them experiences or take them places than give them more things i just don't think they need more things so this year we used getaway today and we are giving our kids a trip for christmas they don't know about it so shh don't tell them it's a secret we're taking them to i probably shouldn't even say it just in case one of them listens But I will tell you after Christmas. Anyway, we used Getaway today. We booked our tickets. We booked a hotel. And we're taking our kids on a really fun vacation. They've never been to this location before. So I'm pretty excited. So if you're interested in giving a vacation as a gift this Christmas season, Getaway Today is the people you want to go with. They're amazing people. They have great discounts on park tickets for Disneyland, park tickets for Universal Studios. They do Legoland. They do SeaWorld. They do Disney World. They do Universal Studios on both coasts, Hollywood and in Orlando. Plus their hotel deals are amazing. They have layaway plans. They're just really great people who really care about your vacation and they want you to have a good time. So they really walk you through the booking process and answer all of your questions. They're just great people to work with and I know that you are going to love them. So I'll put a link in my show notes. You can check them out. There have great sales too, so make sure you don't pay full price for your Disneyland, Universal, SeaWorld, any of those. Please don't pay full price for your tickets. Use Getaway today. Well, I felt really lucky to get invited to tour the Pirate Suite at the Disneyland Hotel. I did not stay there. I want to clarify that. I wish that I was invited to stay there, but I was just invited to come hang out and take a tour of it. So I felt pretty lucky to be able to do that. I don't know if this is a place that I will ever stay Because it is pretty fancy, maybe a little too fancy for me, but it was really fun to check it out. So when you get to the Pirate Suite, there is a doorbell that you can ring. There's a little plaque on the outside that says Pirate Suite. There's two huge wooden doors. It doesn't look like your normal hotel room doors. Ring the doorbell and inside you can hear the doorbell chime and it's the Yo-Ho Yo-Ho, A Pirate's Life for Me. That's what it sings which is a pretty fun touch right off the bat. So you open the door, you're in this large entryway, which leads into this very large living room that has a leather sofa and some chairs and All kinds of pirate decorations. They have cases filled with different pirate things. They have some replicas from the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, like the compass that Captain Jack Sparrow uses. They had a little glass case with a replica of one of the ships used for the movie. So they have this huge living area that's pretty cool. And right behind it is a dining table that's very large. It seats eight people comfortably you could squeeze in more if you needed to I bet and on the dining room table is this huge clam shell with a black pearl in the center so I thought that was kind of fun because Captain Jack Sparrow's ship in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie is called the black pearl now the views out of the windows are amazing they're floor to ceiling windows all throughout the the living gathering space in the living room and dining room which was pretty cool so they had amazing views and then it has a little wet bar area with lots of pirate decorations and goblets and wine bottles and things on shelves that was pretty awesome. So if you head down the hallway you find two bedrooms the first bedroom is very large it has a bathroom attached to it and it has two um, not double I think they were single sized beds in the room the room itself was very large had a big walk-in closet and the beds in this room were pirate themed they had a pirate blanket on top of them and the artwork on the walls had a pirate theme in the bathroom there was a shower curtain that was had a map on it and very pirate themed if you haven't got the gist it's a pirate themed suite <laughs> So, there's a lot of pirate theming. Now, you walk down a long hallway. There's different artwork from the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, kind of like concept art, which was kind of cool to see. And then, along that hallway, there's a guest bathroom, which is very large. And, of course, it had an amazing mirror with a huge, beautiful frame around it. That bathroom had a sink and a toilet and also a glass shower. Maybe your guests need to shower. I don't know. Um, And then you can keep going down the hallway and you enter a huge master bedroom with a huge king bed. There's lots of like wood in the furniture and then there's lots of beams on the ceiling, kind of exposed beams and lots of kind of embroidered bedding and bed hangings. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty swanky place. They also had little steps leading up to the king-size bed because it's kind of a high bed. They had some nice leather furniture in there as well as a big full-size mirror. And then you enter into the master bathroom that had a walk-in shower plus a huge tub and, of course, the beautiful sink and vanity and all of that. So it's a pretty amazing place. It is very large way bigger than any hotel suite that i've ever been in it's almost 1800 square feet it has two bedrooms three bathrooms and sleeps up to four people now one of the benefits of staying in the pirates of the caribbean suite is that it is a disneyland hotel club level which means they have a little special room that if you are staying club level at the disneyland hotel It doesn't have to be in one of the suites, but they have regular rooms that are club level. Then you can go into a special room for club level members where they serve breakfast. I think it's open most of the day. They always have drinks available and snacks. They have tables. have a a wonderful view, so if you wanted, you could be there to watch the fireworks up on the club level. And they have just lots of drinks and snacks out at all times, plus they serve breakfast there in the morning so this is a pretty amazing place they have a fireplace did I mention that in the living room there's a fireplace I mean can you imagine sitting in there and watching the Pirates of the Caribbean movie I kind of feel like you would have to if you were staying there I think you would have to watch the movies I really loved the artwork like I talked about some of the concept art was pretty fun they had a replica of Captain Jack Sparrow's cannon and it was all, it was fun. I liked being there. I thought it was pretty cool. It's an expensive place to stay, which why is why I said I don't think I'll probably ever be staying there unless Disney invites me to stay, which honestly... I don't see happening. I looked up the price just to see because I knew people were going to ask and it depends on what time of year you stay. But it's around $4,000 per night. (laughs) You see why I'm saying I probably won't ever stay there? It was really cool. I'm glad I got to tour it. Awesome, awesome space. If you're interested and can afford to stay there and would like to stay there, Getaway Today can book that for you. Just click the link in my show notes. Tell them I sent you. Um, But for everybody else, there's lots of other great hotel options around. So I'm going to put a link to all of my hotel reviews on my website. Because I've stayed at some really great places that are much, much, much less than $4,000 a night. And they're pretty great options too. So we can all just keep daydreaming about the pirate suite Um, but I will probably be staying at one of the properties across the street like I usually do because they're some of my favorites. It was really great to tour, though, and I'm glad I got the opportunity to check it out. Next, I wanted to talk about the holiday tour that I did. It is $110 additional. It doesn't include your park ticket, and it lasts for two and a half hours. So I was very interested to check this tour out. If you heard my review of the walk, not the walk in Walt's footsteps, that was the old one. It's called Walt's Main Street Story. Now, I did not feel like there was enough value in that tour for the price that I paid. So I was interested to see how this one would go. So we checked in to the tour. You check in near the in near town square there's a little area for tours so we checked in there they gave us a little lanyard with a gingerbread boy on it that said holiday tour on it so that the tour guide could kind of keep track of us we met our tour guide he gave us all a headset so that we could hear what he was talking about even if we got separated from him a little bit and then we started our tour i think there were probably about 20 people in our tour group which it was much larger than the tour I went on for Walt's Main Street Story. We had only four of us in that tour. So this was the first day that holiday tours were back and our tour guide had this large candle that lit up. It wasn't a real candle, obviously, but it was a large candle that he held and he would hold it up when we walked so that we could kind of find him because it was a busy day. It was crowded and that kind of helped keep us together. So we started out by going over into California Adventure. He took us over there. We didn't go through the gates, we went through a side gate that another cast member was was there to open for us. And so we went into California Adventure and he talked about some of the windows along Buena Vista Street and the inspiration for Buena Vista Street and how it kind of tied in to the holidays and the decor that they had chosen for Buena Vista Street. We stopped by the large tree that they have there and he told us some stories about the trains and Walt Disney's love for trains. And along the way, they had holiday music playing, so when he wasn't talking to us, when we were walking from destination to destination, then there was holiday music playing, which was kind of a nice touch. Um, At that point, we stopped by Trolley Treats, and we all got a little cake pop, which was kind of fun. So I ate my cake pop while we walked back to Disneyland. And once we got back in, it was about time for the holiday tree lighting, which happens at 5 p.m., so we got to stand there while they did the holiday tree lighting. I don't think that happens on every tour, probably just the 431, but it was kind of a nice added touch. So we all watched the holiday tree lighting and we stood underneath Walt's apartment and we got to listen through our headpiece to Walt talking about some of his favorite Christmas memories, including one where he gave his wife a puppy So that was really fun to hear Walt himself telling those stories. So I enjoyed that. We walked down Main Street, talked about some of the decorations there. We stopped by Jungle Cruise area in Adventureland, and he showed us a tree that they have on top of Jungle Cruise. And all the while, he kind of told us the history of some of the different holidays that are celebrated throughout the world. So I enjoyed that. I love history, I like learning about those things, so I really enjoyed hearing about that. We stopped by the Haunted Mansion. He kind of told us a little backstory of Haunted Mansion Holiday. And then we wrapped around to It's a Small World Holiday, and we got to go on a little ride. So that was fun. They took us through the exit, and we got to ride without waiting. So that was enjoyable. I think it was my third time riding it that day, but it's always fun. And then after that, it was time for the parade. The tour includes preferred viewing for the Christmas Fantasy Parade. So they had us across the street from Plaza Inn. They had an area roped off for us to enjoy the parade. It was right there against the curb, so we were right there on Main Street, which is such a fun place to view the parade. I never view the parade from there because I don't want to get there early to get a spot. So this was really exciting to be able to watch the parade from Main Street. We arrived probably 10 minutes before the parade started. A lot of people from our group was able, were able to sit there on the curb. A lot of people stood up, but there was no crowding. It wasn't a big crowded area. We had lots of room to move around, which was really nice. It's nice to be able to watch the parade and not have people breathing on you. You know what I mean? It can get really crowded. So before the parade started, they passed out a travel holiday mug that was filled with hot cocoa to everybody. And they passed out a holiday pin that says the holiday tour at Disneyland 2022. So I loved that. And we also got a little gingerbread cake to enjoy that is only available for holiday tour guests and it was really yummy. So we got to enjoy those while we were waiting for the parade to start and then the parade began and we just had front row seats watching the parade go by which was pretty awesome. I really enjoyed it. So that took up the whole two and a half hours, 30 minutes of it really was watching the parade. Um, But I felt like this tour had a lot more value than the other tour that I had done before. And I liked it because we got to hear some of the history. These were stories that you don't commonly hear. I hadn't heard a lot of the stories that they told. I liked going between both parks. I thought that was a fun touch. I really liked being able to go on a ride during the tour. Part of me was hoping for Haunted Mansion, but that's okay. It's a Small World Holiday was good too. And then we also had treats. We got the cake pop over at California Adventure, we got the gingerbread cake, plus the hot chocolate that came in a travel-keepable mug that has, you know, it's all decorated for the holidays with Mickey Mouse, and then we got the holiday pin, which is a fun little keepsake. If you remember from my tour of Walt's Main Street Story, we got a cookie, and that was it. There was no pin, there was no other treats there was nothing other than going up into Walt's apartment and then the cookie plus it was much more expensive and shorter but if you haven't ever been in Walt's apartment it's the only way to go and that does have some value to it But I wish that they had done things a little differently for that tour. But this tour, I was very happy with. I'm glad that I went on it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the parade viewing. I thought that it was worth the extra cost if that's something that people have time for and think they would enjoy. Now, there were almost all adults in our group. There was one girl who was maybe around 12, but everybody else was adults. This isn't a tour that kids are going to enjoy. They're not going to find it fun and you're probably not going to be able to listen or enjoy it very well if you have small children with you. So I would think that this is a 12 and up type tour just because little kids will not be interested in it and it will probably take away from your enjoyment of the tour too if you have little kids that you're trying to wrangle during the tour. So if you are looking for preferred parade viewing, this is a great way to go especially if you have extra time to take a little tour and you could get a fun little pin out of it and some hot chocolate and the desserts it's very fun or if you have small children and you want to do preferred parade viewing there is also the dining package from plaza inn which is a great option for parade viewing with younger children because with this one You go into Plaza Inn, you eat the meal, you get dinner out of it or lunch. I think it's lunch, actually. And then you go to the preferred parade viewing, which is over in front of the train station, and you can watch from there. So that is a better way to go if you want parade viewing and you have little kids because you get a meal out of it, you're going to be eating anyway. And eating at Plaza Inn, throwing in the reserve parade viewing is not that much more per person. So if you have young kids, I would go that route for the preferred viewing if you're interested in that kind of thing rather than the tour. It's going to be cheaper. Your kids will enjoy it more because they get to eat and then they just show up for the parade rather than go on a whole two and a half hour tour so both great options though I loved the holiday tour I'm, it's not something I'll do every year because I don't think it will change much year to year but I'm definitely glad I went on it this year and it's something that I would for sure consider doing again well that's all the time I've got for today but thank you so much for being here I really appreciate it you're awesome don't forget you can find me over at instagram Mix in some magic. I've also got a Facebook group you can join. I've got a newsletter that goes out occasionally with helpful information. You can sign up for that using the link in my show notes. I have a website that I'm trying to build right now. But it's already chock full of so much information that is helpful. So if you have any questions, if you're like, I wonder how you can find characters at Disneyland, or I wonder when the best time of the year to visit is, or how do I rope drop, or how do I use Genie Plus, go to my website, type whatever you're looking for into the search bar, and it should pop up for you. I've been working really hard to try to get lots of information on there to help. So, check out my website. That's helpful. If you have any questions, please send me a DM. That's the easiest way for me to respond to you is a DM through Instagram, or you can email me at melissa at mixinsommagic.com. Don't forget, I have subscriptions available on Instagram to help people with my little mini holiday course. So, you can check that out as well. There's a link for that in the show notes. But I just hope you have a really great week. And if you're decorating for the holidays, I'm jealous. I'm a little bit jealous. It's going to happen for me, but not till after Thanksgiving. I just have to hang on for a little bit longer because honestly, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. I do not know what happened to this year, but it is winding down really, really quickly anyway thanks so much for being here I really appreciate it truly you are amazing and I appreciate all of your support I will be back next week with something new thanks so much for listening we'll talk soon